0: If there's one thing I've learned over the course of doing this podcast is that while lots of artists are comfortable with the creative side of things, with writing songs, with playing shows, recording albums, they often find the marketing aspect a bit of a stumbling block. In today's music business, you can't just write music. You need to promote yourself. You need to market yourself, whether that's with a website, with social media, with online branding, whether you're an artist, whether you're a business... Uh, a charity, a fundraiser, pretty much anything, developing an online brand is extremely important. Check out Wildflower Media for professional quality website design, graphic design, social media services, and a lot more. If you go to wildflowermedia.ca slash today, you can get a discount on everything you need to get your name out, to get your music out, and to make people hear you in the digital space. In the age of Spotify, local record stores are getting harder and harder to find. But you should check out Old Gold Vintage Vinyl Pop-Up Record Shop, which is located in the heart of Osborne Village at Urban Waves on 187 Osborne Street. Old Gold is providing Winnipeg with a vast selection of quality used vinyl, collectible and essential titles from rock, psychedelic, progressive, classic, hard and heavy metal, blues, folk, reggae, world grooves, soul, funk and R&B, jazz and special interests. You can follow the new shop on Instagram at oldgoldvintagevinyl204 for new arrival updates and much more. Hey folks, it's another phone interview this week, and it's a conversation with Chris Friesen aka Freaking Snap. If you're a regular listener to the show, you would have likely heard the episode I did with Chris in December of 2017, which seems like a long time ago, but it really doesn't seem like we had that conversation that long ago. For the uninitiated, Chris is an experimental electronic artist who has released a ridiculous amount of albums. His number of releases is about on par and actually just a bit ahead of the amount of episodes of this podcast. And we talk about that prolific output, we talk about his eventual goal with all of these recordings, and he has one, and uh, it's something that I didn't know as, as, as a friend of his and as a listener of his music i didn't realize that this was all leading up to something some big overarching end goal to the project so that's very cool you can hear some recordings on this episode that are of a live score while we were having the conversation so again this one was done over the phone but while i was talking to chris he recorded a whole album basically of new improvised music so those songs are in the episode. As usual, we have songs sort of in natural pauses in conversation. And that's the case again here too, but these are songs that he recorded specifically not only for the episode, but while we were actually doing the episode. Now, I'm releasing this on Wednesday night. Quite often, the Wednesday episodes get released early Wednesday morning, but this one is being released really close to the Wednesday-Thursday border there, and that's for a specific reason. Chris, uh, as he mentioned on the previous time he was on the show, he's a big fan of the TV show Lost. So he was hoping that this show would be able to come out on August 15th or 8.15 because of the name of The Flight 8.15 in that show. And when I say he's a fan of that show, I, I don't mean he just watched it and thought hey, it's pretty good. But he's, he's a fan fan. So there you go, Chris. It's, 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 it's pretty close. Uh, I don't know if it's exactly going to be coming out on 8.15. But it'll be right at the end of eight fourteen and bordering on eight fifteen. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am uh, on the phone today with a past guest on the show who uh, we were trying to meet again in person, but it didn't work out. So this is kind of uh, nice that we have this option now. Um, and I guess you were last on in what, 2018 or so? Does that sound right? Or was it before that? 18 sounds all right. Yeah. Well, was it? I can't remember. It's been it's so many episodes. I don't know who's who's been on when. When I first started doing the show for the first like 70 episodes, I knew exactly which number corresponded to which guest but now it's it's I, I can't I can't even figure it out but uh I'm here if on the there's
1: f- one thing that I understand it's
0: that well I was just about to get into that actually so I- I'm here on the phone with uh, freaking snap or Chris Friesen whatever you want to call you and you are extremely prolific I-, I think as we kind of discussed last time you were on the show but at, at that time we were sort of unsure about who was going to get to uh the highest number of episodes or albums quicker and what are you at right now?
1: Uh, I think officially released. I'm at uh, four sixteen.
0: Okay, so this will be in the early four hundreds for me. So we're we're almost on on pace here, um, but
1: I, well, I I like the joke within myself that uh, I like to let you catch up a little. Right, and then you just and pull then ahead. I, yeah. and then I rip out a couple more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess um, for people who don't know your 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 music, uh, do you want to just quickly kind of give a uh, close notes version of what you've done over the past four hundred and some albums
1: uh basically i am creating the longest song ever okay
0: do you actually think of it uh, as that like do you think of it as as part of a, a whole
1: absolutely okay um initially i did not because I, w- I i didn't uh, i wasn't repeating motifs at, at at that point initially but at some point along the line I discovered I was repeating motifs, and it was kind of like I was actually doing a score for a for, for a long TV season or okay. a TV series. So when when you think about things in terms of those concepts, you find that returning motifs keep on coming back. Sure. And I noticed that I was doing that uh, subconsciously, so then I just decided to, at some point, going, you know what? I'm I'm just calling it as it is. I'm making one entire long piece with repeating motifs. And that's, and there is an endpoint. There is. There's actually an endpoint. You have this planned ahead. At, at, at present, in my mind, I have an endpoint. Okay. And my endpoint is when I finally fill my entire iPod okay. with my okay. own material.
0: How, how far are you from that goal?
1: I'm about one third of the way. <laughs>
0: It's going to be a lot of albums coming out.
1: Exactly. I got a lot of time to either change my mind entirely or just actually follow through.
0: Right. And your whole thing too is that everything is improvised. So how does that kind of work with the overall overarching kind of sound you're trying to put together?
1: Well, since I I, I completely use only the same gear, Mm -hmm. um, there's not going to be really like that aspect of, Uh, This was done on synth and this was done on guitar and that was done on, you know, all these percussion things. It's all coming from the same things. Right. So within those things, you can only do so many different kinds of sounds. So you're constantly at some point in time going to be coming back to something else. So that's just another return to another motif.
0: So some of those motifs just come about because of the limitations, I guess, of the gear? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: And uh, others come up with, I come up with, well, my fingers seem to just keep on beating a certain beat.
0: Right. Right. All the
1: time. So it's like, it's kind of like a guitar player likes to play the G chord all the time.
0: Right. Or something like that. And I know you like to, I mean, I, I might, unless I'm wrong about this, but I, I get the impression that you like to listen back to your stuff and kind of revisit it constantly. Um, so have you, like, I mean, how early have you noticed some of these motifs appearing?
1: I think it was within the first uh, 50 or 60. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Of the releases that I noticed a couple of things, but kind of just went, oh, that's just kind of like, well, how that hit song by yeah. that artist kind of similar to their other hit song. They had the same songwriters. So I kind of placed it into that kind of a thing. Okay. But then, you know, a few releases down the line, it was like, no, this is actually something that's actually happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subconsciously, and I'm totally not on purpose. And then I decided,
0: no, I'm doing it on a purpose. What happens when you fill the iPod? I mean, because you spend a lot of time working on this this huge project. Like, do you do you think you'll be able to stop?
1: I honestly, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> at this point, it's it, it's uh, I, I just in think it was March or April I celebrated three years of doing this okay okay so if I'm at a third of the way and I did that in three years
0: yeah that's... I
1: gotta six more years of this
0: yeah and do you think that and... you'll make it through six more years like are you because it sounds like a fun project I mean especially well, it's because totally it's, fun. it's improvised and you can sort of take it wherever you I mean you, you played at my house right like it's yeah yeah
1: like yeah I, I, I can literally take it anywhere like I will honestly play anything, anywhere, anytime. If you want me to play your living room, yeah. if you want me to play your backyard, if you want me to sit in a corner with a tiny little speaker playing music while you eat dinner, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally in. it. I, ju- I just love to play. And I love the ridiculousness of being able to write on the cover of a of a digital release live at Sam's backyard right or live at Dave's living room yeah or, for sure yeah you know whatever like I love the, I love being able to have the the ability to be able to do all those kinds of things and not be tied into going well I have to play at the bar
0: sure well and you I guess have the uh the situation too where the type of music you play Probably wouldn't be re- well received at a bar anyway. So you, you, some of these other places that you're playing are sort of the ideal environments for it, right? or well, more, exactly. more ideal, it's, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's
1: it, it's a it's a concept of playing. You know, like like like. Don't get me wrong. I love playing things where it's completely antagonistic. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, like some of the some of the best shows that I've played in 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 my career have been with acts that don't necessarily make sense. Like, I, 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 I just realized that, you know, well, Ken Mode is celebrating 20 years.
0: I know, it's crazy, yeah.
1: I played one of the shows in their very early, like, first year or two. So did I. <laughs> and and it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, like, I had an amazing response from the guys from Ken Mode, To the point where uh, I jammed with Daryl's brother a few times coming out of it. And it's just, those guys, because of, I think because of the way the experimentalism has happened within metal, they're a lot more open to it than a, a lot of other groups. Whereas, you know, it's like playing with a pop band is totally antagonistic.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you can be very abrasive and noisy if you want to, right? I mean, and that that fits in well with metal and with extreme music, I guess, in general.
1: Yeah, it's pretty... You know, it's like... Not to say that, you know, making, you know, noisy, crazy, abrasive stuff is easy. No, it's not. But, you know, some aspects of it is. And, And it's the same thing with, you know, writing a pop song. Like, you know, if you know your basic chords and you can play basic chords pretty well you can write a basic pop song. Sure. It's not necessarily going to be a good pop song,
0: but you have but the you format. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: You've got the abilities.
0: Is there anything that you won't release because you've released 400 plus albums now and it seems like it's just literally everything you record, right? Is there any time when something won't come out? Or uh, you there
1: just... is uh there there is some there's one piece that will never be released on Bandcamp.
0: Okay. And, and what, it's solely
1: it? because it, well, it's actually the very first thing that I recorded. Okay. And it uh, I I was just testing something out uh, on the radio show. Going okay, can I actually plug this machine into the the stuff that we have at the station? Oh, yeah. To do a live performance of some sort, and it was just one of those like little ideas that I had, you know, during the program. So just go, I want to see if I can do this. Right. That seven minute-ish piece, because I could only record it at a certain bit rate at the station, is too low of a bit rate to ever be allowed to be uploaded on the band
0: Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So So it's like, yeah, that one little piece will never see the light of day on that.
0: Is it available anywhere else? Like, have you tried releasing that somewhere, some other format, just to make it... It out there. It's up on SoundCloud. Like, there you go, yeah. <laughs> but I guess what I'm getting at though there is, there's not such thing as a, like, a mistake, right? I mean, because it's not like you're playing, like you said, in the pop group where you flub a note, maybe that version doesn't get released because you're improvising everything on the spot. The release is the release. Exactly. Right? Are you? Yeah. You're making some music right now or something? <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool.
1: Like I said. I'm making a I'm making a live score to the uh, conversation with Sam.
0: That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you were saying before, you know, uh, uh, just to go back to the uh, the Kenmo thing, right? Like you had collaborated with um, Daryl's brother or something. Uh, is there room for collaboration in this overarching multi-year freaking snap project, or is that kind of take away from the tone of everything you've done up to now? Like, if you jam with someone and record it, does that get released, or is that maybe a situation where you might say, I don't know, this is going to be something unrelated?
1: think for the most part, those kinds of things would be left to being separate from the overall freaking snap.
0: Yeah. yeah. Thing.
1: You know, because uh, like the like the freaking snap, is it, it's, it's really it's just it's. In a lot of ways, I describe it as being it's just a way of dealing with emotions and okay. dealing with, you know, the day dealing with life. Uh, some people just sit and play video games. I'll do the same amount of time just sitting there with this machine right. making sounds. Okay. So it, it, it's in some ways it's 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 a it's all a way of getting just working through emotions in whatever pat fashion it may be. Like uh, like I have done a couple of things where it's been very much like. I'm dealing with something really heavy, yeah. And you just go, okay, I have to make something to just get through what's going on. So you you make stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you think that that comes through that emotional level of of what you're putting into it? Do you think that comes through in the sound to the listener? Because you know, first of all, instrumental music doesn't necessarily have the blatant. This is what the song's about vibe right and yours is also because it's experimental and it's kind of atmospheric and kind of chill like i mean if you're writing a song based on heavy emotions do you think other people can hear it? you probably can when you're making it but is that does it come through
1: for the most part i can i can usually tell whenever i'm listening to something back Mm -hmm. whether it was during one of those periods of i'm thinking about somebody that passed away or or what have you? Yeah. Um, because because quite often those ones are a little bit more low key esque, okay. a little bit more, a lot more space to them. Uh, probably a lot more piano type sounds. Okay. Okay.
0: Because
1: for whatever reason, I think the piano sound on this thing is very. It can be very bright and very melancholy at the same time. Okay
0: do you pick that up just just listening back to it randomly or does the title kind of twig you to, to what it was about at the time?
1: Um, usually when like with the, with listening back to the older material, because it's all titled. Yeah. Um, I, I have a very specific titling purposing for those kinds of things where, uh, for example, uh, an old, radio friend that had the show after mine she passed away from cancer a number of years ago and i put out a record for her and it's just called m right and that was the initial of her first name and the tracks on that record are just m1 m2 m3 okay so i know that those ones are specifically sure her sure Sure. if i if, if i'm listening randomly and those come up so it's like I'll I'll write very specific clues in terms of uh, what was going on for the titling purposes for myself. You know, like the you know like they're not necessarily going to be something that say you would understand. Right. And it's does that kind matter? of like, do you care? Not that really. that no. 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 It's it, it, it's like a lot of those things are very much like you know like like the classic stereotype or stereotypes not the right word, but the classic statement that, that you always hear is like, you just, you make art for yourself. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's like, so it's like, I, when I'm doing the inside jokes type things, they're things that I understand. Yeah. You know, like, like somebody, like maybe, like maybe somebody that's known me for 30 years might get some of the references here and there but others nobody's gonna know because it's only to me
0: sure and again i may have asked you this last time uh you were on the show but since it's been a while it's I, i apologize if someone's already listened to it and wants to hearing this again but what what's the entry point i mean because there's so much out there i mean i feel the same way about my show where i would prefer people to listen to the recent stuff because i think it's better than what i did in 2012 but in your case i mean again because of the sort of nature of what you're doing is there like sort of a a best record or, or a better section of, of albums that you released or, or, or what? How, I mean, how would you kind of advise someone to delve into this ridiculously huge catalog?
1: I would always gauge going to any one of the live at okay. releases because basically, you know, like, like everything is recorded live.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, and isn't everything it's live it's at somewhere? It is. Yeah.
1: But, um, when, when you when, I find when I play live, like even at your backyard, mm. versus some of the you know other types of venues that I've played, um, I find that just like when I played music that had verses and choruses and whatnot, that once you get on stage, you play everything like five times faster. Okay. Just so because of nerves like, or whatever, or you know nerves you're in front of a crowd you're in front of people you know regardless of how many people show up you're you're in front of people yeah and when you're sort of an introverted type of person when you're in front of people you're automatically nervous so that you know makes your your adrenaline pump in so For you're sure, yeah. you know, like i like like i like to use the word i'm rushing through things okay where things that all just i'll just let sit and and just grow over time, while I'm sitting in the basement here, are completely truncated and shortened because I'm just slightly nervous in front of a, you know, a group of people.
0: Okay. Do you think that and comes I'll through? Just... Does that come through on the recordings? I mean, I'm sure you can hear it, but do you think it's it's obvious uh, that this is a live one? For I mean, the title clearly, but a live one versus like, a I, studio I one.
1: Honestly, I don't I don't, I don't think so. Like I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think most people realize, e- even when they're going to go see like you know a, a pop punk band, they don't realize that that artist on stage immediately after the, after they're finished playing. Is already going through their brain Everything that
0: went wrong Absolutely, yeah And you think the like, show was terrible And then someone says Oh, that was yeah. great, I loved it And you're just thinking like, What What yeah. are you talking about? That was awful I was out of tune I missed this you know, Yeah, yeah, for sure Every band's gone through that Exactly yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and,
1: and, and, and I don't think it really matters What kind of music you make No, no You know, like like, You know, like You know, just, 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 just for the record Like, you know, after playing On, on your back deck In the backyard on the bus home, my entire thought process was, I wonder if anybody actually liked that. Yeah, yeah. Like, was I was I too out there for what was going on? But, you know, like at the same point, everybody that I did, you know, talk to yeah. was appreciative. Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you just don't know. But inside your brain, you're you're constantly always thinking. It was like that was terrible. That was the worst show. Like that that was, I, I screwed that up. I screwed that up. I should have taken that to ten minutes instead of two. Yeah, like, you know whatever. Like it's, and it, in a, and I found that, regardless of what I've been doing musically over the years, I've never thought differently about that.
0: It's interesting that it happens to you now because I think it's easy to look at your stuff and just say okay this is it's it's random it's it's all improvised on the spot there's there's no mistakes right but uh, but yeah you're obviously thinking about what you're doing and and who the audience well, is well the
1: trick the, the trick with that is with with Im- impro- 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 Improv. improvisation improvisation <laughs> is
0: if you I, I, if you if you screw up yeah do it again. Yeah, yeah, you can. You have the opportunity to, yeah.
1: And, and and the second that you've done it like two, three, four times, somebody thinks like, oh, that was supposed to happen.
0: Sure. And you've done that. Is Has that, that worked out?
1: You tell me. <laughs>
0: well, I, I didn't notice any any mistakes, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> so have you have you noticed like any more can, not openings but. Has Winnipeg been more receptive lately to experimental music, improvised music, the kind of stuff you're doing, than maybe it has been in the past? Because I've, maybe over the past year or two, I've had more people on the show doing more kind of out there stuff than maybe I would have had when I started. And that might just be because more people are reaching out to me or I'm kind of learning about new scenes and stuff. But do you think anything's changed or is it still kind of hard to be an outsider artist in Winnipeg, which is very defined in terms of genres? that are sort of the genres that people are into.
1: It's, uh, I would say overall, thanks to things like send and receive mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, different radio programs on UMFM and CKUW that have played all kinds of this type of stuff that for the most part, it is a lot easier. Okay. But at the same point in I think we, and I think it's the same within everything, all the other genres of music, in in terms of playing live in the city. Like right now, Winnipeg seems to be in a sort of a, a more of a downturn okay. with live music scene, where the biggest evenings are the tributes.
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot. I heard a lot of people complaining about those. Yeah, because you know, they're you every, know, like, it's everywhere. And, yeah
1: yeah, and, and, and it's not that, it, like, like I'm not complaining about the tributes. I think they're great. I think, for the most part, that, you know, if these bands really love doing these kinds of things, yeah. absolutely have fun. If people are coming out to see it, great. For sure, yeah. But at the same point, there's, you know, a part of me remembers when I was first coming into the city to, to see shows at the Albert and the spectrum and, and Wellington's all of those same kinds of places were all, if you played more than one cover in your set, it was like, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, and if that, and quite often if that cover wasn't some sort of like ironic cover, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know, the pop-punk band doing the Tiffany cover. Of course, yeah. Back yeah. then, that was like, you know, whoa. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Because it's obviously but, not earnest. It's, it's, it's a joke, right? Yeah. And I think my experience yeah. was the same as that. I mean, a few years later, but when I started going to shows, same thing. Yeah, you would hear, I mean, being original was, being real was kind of the whole the whole thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was what you were doing, yeah, for sure. But now, yeah, you're right. The, the, the tribute thing seems to be a... Uh, seems to be huge and i guess you don't really have an opportunity to participate in that because i don't know who you would possibly do a tribute act for i,
1: I think i think i mentioned it at uh at your, at your backyard okay Brian and eno oh yeah yeah, sure. it yeah, for yeah, yeah yeah that would be really cool like i think i could do that
0: yeah
1: you should <laughs> i just have to figure out which uh, which setting on these things that i gotta use yeah after that i'm done
0: yeah yeah for sure so uh, i guess what's the um the pace of releases at this point like how often are you putting out a new release
1: i think it's uh depending on uh, on whether it's like you know uh, a week where it's like my birthday where i decide to go yeah i'm gonna put out seven releases on yeah. my birthday week yeah um mostly it's about two per week
0: okay and has that been and, pretty steady yeah. for the last little while too like are you expecting to kind of keep that pace up
1: it's a pretty easy pace to for for for, for me. Yeah. So I've got about uh, like for for what I've got actually released I usually have at least 10 already ready to go.
0: Right, right.
1: And sometimes, you know, like with with the, with the aff- aforementioned uh, releases that were about, you know, specific people when, you know, uh, you know, like that like a couple of people have passed away. Yeah. Like, um, some of those things kind of got jumped ahead to fit the timing. Because, of, yeah. 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 Because of the timing of, of, of things for sure. Like, like uh, a perfect example is a friend of mine's wife passed away and he had told me, he'd sent me a text Friday. Hey, this is what's going on in my life right now. Yeah. And, I just sat down and went, Jesus, fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the reaction, and, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and
1: yeah. went, and, and just sat down and recorded a bunch of stuff. Okay. And I titled it, got it ready, put it, you know, uploaded it to where I, to where I put everything. And uh, quite literally, two days later, he texts me, says, she's gone. Wow. So it was like, that went from like being 12 down the line to being next. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, but for the most part, I usually have everything about, you know, you know, nine to 10 ahead.
0: Okay. Okay. That's a good cushion to have just in case case something (laughs) comes up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had that much in the bag for my show. I mean, I got up with the same release schedule for the most part, but yeah, like it's, it'd be nice to have that kind of cushion for sure.
1: Well, the, you know, perfect example of when that a- aspect worked out perfectly was I went up to Yellowknife for about five yeah. days a couple of years ago. The entire time I was in Yellowknife, I was able to thank you, Internet. Go, doo, 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 sure, yeah, new yeah, new release, yeah.
3: And we'll link the staircase. 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 And we'll link the
2: staircase. And we'll link the 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 staircase. And we'
0: If people are are aren't familiar with you or want to delve into the whole catalog, where, where do they find it? Like, I know you mentioned Bandcamp. What's the Bandcamp uh, address?
1: Uh, it's uh, freaking snap.bandcamp.com.
0: Okay, and it's all there, the whole archive?
1: Everything is there.
0: Does Bandcamp have a limit for how much stuff you can upload? I don't know. So, like, is there a chance of you getting cut off five years from now or something where it's like, no, you've reached your maximum? <laughs> it's possible
1: yeah I, I have no idea like I, I've I, my, I have a running joke that I'll keep on putting things up on Bandcamp until they tell me that I can't yeah because you, you you must and be like point, I'll start up another ba- another account yeah freaking snap two or something yeah because yeah.
0: you've got to be pushing it I mean I, I I doubt there's very many people who have that many releases I know there's some labels and stuff who have dumped all their content on there but I mean f- upwards of 400 is a lot it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, I
1: I know I know a guy in you uh, know Ohio.
0: Yeah.
1: Who has well he, he re, he's released a bunch of stuff over different names. Okay. But I think he's close. Okay. To where I'm at, but I think he's at you know where I've done it all in three years. It took him about seven or eight.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. You're pretty it, prolific, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And, and, and while it's, 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 you know, it's, it's also one of those things where once I realized that I was just creating this one long thing, I decided, eh, I'm just going to put everything up for pay, pay what you want and, and, uh, have, have, give people the ability to just go, if you want to pay something for this, pay for it. Yeah. If you don't, that's fine. Um, and part of that is because I put up a lot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you definitely do. And it, and, it, and it's just like, you know, like if I put everything up for five bucks constantly, I don't think anybody would really care in some ways. I don't right.
0: know. Right.
1: But, you know, so I, I just put it up. So it's like it's there. It's fun. Have fun with it. Cool.
0: Do you have any shows coming up?
1: Um. No, do you have any shows in the backyard?
0: Not yet, no. <laughs> Maybe soon. Maybe I have one figured out uh, in the near future. But yeah, no, uh, that was that was fun having you for sure. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Well, it, it, uh, so, definitely interesting. So far, I have
1: nothing planned, but okay, uh, if okay. you got something in the backyard, I'm I'm there.
0: Well, and like you said too, you're, you'll play people like people eating dinner. Or you'll play like pretty much anywhere, right? So, are you actively exactly. looking for shows, or are you cool with just shows as they come up? I kind of just. Uh, I do a 50 50. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, so, so
1: sometimes I'm really active about it, and other times it's just like I'll wait until somebody ans- asks
0: me. Fair enough. So, aside from the, the Bandcamp, what's the best way to find out, you know, if you are playing shows or to find out about new releases as they come out and things like
1: that? Uh, probably just uh, Facebook. Okay. And, and just, you know, look up Freaking Snap on Facebook.
0: And it's probably. And it's all one word. Yes, yes. But capital F, capital S, right? Or does that uh, even matter?
1: Not really. No? Not on Facebook.
0: No, no right. It'll be the same address either. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, including the one you were on, uh, whatever year that was, <laughs> uh, you can go to com. All 400-plus episodes are there for free download and streaming. I feel like I'm never going to catch up to your level of prolificness just because, like you said, you have that cushion of 10 or so episodes waiting in the bag, and I'm sort of scrambling every week to get new content. But one day, And maybe... also,
1: I'm a little bit of a jerk... <laughs>
0: yeah I think at this point you're gonna try and beat me you know uh since we're so close here right but uh well, I,
1: I think i i think if we if I you know follow through with something that's inside my brain yeah. I'll allow you to hit hit hit, hit five hundred at the same time.
0: Okay, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. Uh, That's still a ways off for me, so we'll uh, we'll check that out. But yeah, um, people should definitely check out your Bandcamp and just dig through it. I mean, you know, whether there's, I'm sure there's probably a release that will appeal to pretty much anyone within that massive catalog. And yeah. so yeah. Well, people...
1: I, I, I I can say for for a guarantee that uh, uh, my sister has listened to a variety of the things yeah and uh anytime that she she hears she listens to one that she really doesn't like i get a message <laughs> i really did not like that one that's actually that kind of cool feedback like. yeah, yeah
0: yeah
1: and and then you know thusly you know conversely you know, you'll get the other one where where she'll send the message that was really fucking cool awesome so it's like you know when 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 I can sit there and just go to, with, with with my sister and know what her tastes are yeah. musically, yeah, and have her listen to it and go, I like that. To me, that's uh, that's a big win in a lot of ways.
0: For sure, yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, cool. Well, people should check that out definitely and, and dig around. and if, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this and you have not heard Freaking Snap before and you find one that you like, you know, let us know and <laughs> I'll pass it on to you. If so, I'm I'm <laughs> kind of curious what you know. What people like out of that catalog because there's so much there. So, uh, also though, uh, if you want to listen to this show on the actual radio, you can tune in on Sundays at midnight on one hundred one point five UMFM. And those are older episodes that get a second boost a few months after they come out in podcast form. Do you want to plug your campus radio show as well?
1: I uh, do a radio show at the uh, U of U of W at ninety five point nine FM every Sunday from six thirty until eight p.m. Right on. It is entitled The Completely Asinine Radio Program. The card Where I will guaranteed play myself every
0: <laughs> Right on. Right on, cool. Okay, yeah, well I'm I'm really happy to talk to you again. I'm glad we managed to make this work even though we couldn't do the in person thing. And uh technology makes phone conversations recordable, which is kinda I nice. Know, it's fantastic. It's really cool, yeah. So I can't yeah, I can't wait to hear what you have coming out
3: next.